What's poppin'? It's your girl Shar from Get It Girl Vision GIGV Podcast. And tonight's episode, I have my boy Aaron. We be talking. Yes, my boy Aaron from the United States. Y'all, my American peeps are coming through with GIGV Podcast. And I'm really, really excited to talk to him. And y'all gonna love him. He's an amazing, resilient, bright young man. And yeah, he's... He's a, he's a great guy. So you got to check him out. His podcast is Woke in quotations, um, all capitals. So check it out. He is going to tell you where you can find him. So get into it. Hey. Hello. Hello, how are you, Aaron? <laughs> I am well, alive, and busy. That's about it. Yes, and I'm so glad that you're here. But before anything, let me just introduce myself, and then I'll let you let the um, listeners know who you are as my special guest, okay? Um, you ready? <laughs> yes. Welcome to GIGB Podcast. I am your girl host, Get It Girl Shar. We have a few topics to talk about tonight, but first, I want you to know my boy. He's from the States, y'all. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> is in the building. Aaron, can you please tell our listeners who you are and where they can find you? What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Aaron Barksdale. I reside in the state of Virginia in the United States of America. You can listen to my podcast, Woke. Make sure you put it in quotation marks and put it in all cap. You can find it on Spotify. You can find Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And the link is also in my bio on my Instagram at underscore relentless15. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I will definitely be posting on my handle as well. But I'm so, so excited. At first, I was a little nervous because, you know, Hey, I mean, we met through Instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> and I took a like, I took a like into your pod. Your pod is amazing. I definitely love the intro. And I just wanted to ask you, are, is, are you the one that's um, like in the intro? Like, are you the one that's saying, oh, woke? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's me. One of my really? Boys is, is, yeah, one of my boys is a producer and he told me, he said, hey, you want to hook up a theme song for your second season? Let me know. And we went in the studio, and he said, put your own flavor to it. So I hopped in the booth. That is so dope. And I, I just love it. It just, it, It's really catchy. So, yeah, that, that gravitated to me. So you're doing good. You're doing good. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it, all right? Um, I have a few topics that I wanted to talk about about and I'm glad that you're a male because usually I have a lot of females coming on my pod um, I do have reoccurring um, guys um, from the cool out corner um, pod that's come out like a couple times and I get their point of view and it's all jokes and giggles but I find you're very serious with your topics and I kind of wanted to talk about and this pod is all about relationships okay mm-hmm. so the first topic I wanted to t- discuss, like, within dating, but I don't know if you're dating or if you're married or in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm in a relationship. Okay, so I'm not going to put out your whole business out there, but 
it's good that you're in a relationship because you can, you know, answer this in a candid way, okay? So discussing political views or religion um, mm -hmm. in a relationship, how do you feel about that? I think it's important to discuss those things because in a time like we just had here in America with the past election, um, with um, Donald Trump running against now President Joe Biden, I saw a lot of people asking that question. And it's important to know. But then mm -hmm. from then on, when you have that conversation, it determines the relationship. Because it's like, I'm independent. I vote for who's best suited for the job. I'm not affiliated with Democrats or Republicans just because I okay. feel like it just I'm not I don't I'm not one for labels. So right. to me that's just a label. Okay. So it's really important when you're dating someone and you you saying that you're not about labels and stuff like that. But what if that person you're dating decides to go against what you really want? Like Believe it. Mm -hmm. Then we sit down and we have that conversation about it because me, I'm a person, I respect facts and credibility. So yeah. if you're voting for Trump because you hate Biden, which a lot of people did here in the States, then that's not a fair reason to me. So it's kind of, you know, forget you. But if mm -hmm. my significant other voted for Trump because, oh, she's a business owner and under his administration, um, she wouldn't have her taxes cut, so she would make more revenue to keep her business flowing. I would respect it from the business aspect, but I'm still not going to be completely cool with your choice. Oh, okay. That's really good because some people will just be like, okay, I'm not going to be with you anymore because it's a serious thing, even when it comes to religion. You yeah. know what I mean? Because a lot of times for me, for instance, for me dating, like I'm very... I'm not much of a religious type of person. I don't stick to one religion. I'm more a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, I was more stuck into that religion and I didn't understand some of the views that was coming at me. So I kind of like withdraw myself and I found myself just being more, you know, spiritual because mm -hmm. um, I do believe in the higher power. However, dating someone who's high in religion wouldn't really understand my spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times religion, when you're dating, you don't really take it because we say, oh, I'm spiritual. They just, you know, say, okay, she's religious, but she's not in a religion. So should I date her? You know what I mean? Or vice versa, right? So I've had a lot of issues where, or even a, not even spiritual, like for instance, I'll date a guy and he's none of the above. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's really hard, but he's a real good person. And I believe in just being a good person, too, because that's that's a big, big thing for me, being yeah. an honest, good person, you know, and hardworking. But they just don't have any view on religion or spirituality. Yeah. How do you date someone like that? Have you ever encountered any of those issues at all? Um, Currently, right now, yes. And... <laughs> Um, through my friends like for right now my girlfriend like she believes there's a higher power but she doesn't have a concrete religion and I respect right. that because you're still understanding like me like I grew up 
Christian. I believe in God, but I don't believe I got to go to church every day because God's not in mm-hmm. the building. God's in me. So why do I have mm-hmm. to go to this building? It's like you don't got to go to school to learn. You can go in the real world and learn. And I tell mm-hmm. people that all the time and coming to a relationship, it's it's just some of the things that like it all comes back to having a conversation and understanding. Because I know like my uncle, he dated a girl who was Muslim. And he was Christian, and my mom and my aunt would joke on him because that's their baby brother. But like, oh, you about to convert now? You about to convert now? So you can be with her. But I'm the one mm-hmm. where you're like, no, seriously, what if he does? Like, if he does, and that's his choice, because you know he loves her. Often that mm-hmm. they, that relationship was a while ago, but that's a real question we don't talk about. Like, I can interest you in this religion, or you can interest me in yours, and if not, you know, it's something we got to work through because, like. It's just part of growing as people and it's part of growing in our relationship and religion is a factor, but mm-hmm. it's in the black community, it's gotta be like one of those things where like my husband's gotta be a God fearing man or my wife's gotta be yes. a God fearing woman. And it's like, no, like as long as you're not out here doing that crazy, saying nothing crazy and you respect me for me and my beliefs, then we money, like we're good. Hmm. Hmm. I totally agree with you a hundred percent. But I, I, I know a lot of times in dating, you you really want the most, and I've heard that. Oh, God fearing man, I want this, da, da. but they're not really God fearing themselves, so they're kind of like mm-hmm. asking for a lot, but not really doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Sorry. No, no, no. I have a problem with it too, just because I feel like a lot of times we. We make the the wants, the needs in relationships. And you, mm-hmm. yeah, you want him to be a God-fearing man. But is it, like you said, are you one too? So yeah. why are you demanding that from somebody when you're not bringing that yourself? Exactly. You bring the same thing to the table, mm-hmm. period. <laughs> yes. Um, the next question, relationship with your parents. In dating, is that a real important factor for you? Like, should they have a great relationship with their parents or and they haven't spoken to you about any taboos or anything like that? Because, you know, families could be very great or it could be very corrupted. You know what I mean? And so you're dating someone and she's, you know, a beautiful person and you really care about her. But, you know, and you may marry her and you just have to have that outlook of how she is with her family, her parents. I'm not even going to talk about friends, but family is a big thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for me, having a mama's boy, which I call boo-boo babies. <laughs> <laughs> boo-boo babies. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah, boo-boo babies. I'm a mom and I have a son. And it's hard because I, I really, I don't know if I smother him, but I have to wonder if, once he's dating, if the woman would ever call, you know, my son a, a mama's boy because he's so attached, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, but he's still young and I'm, you know, I'm going to make his wings fly. But there's a lot of men out there who are very, very attached to their mom and cannot let go. Yeah. And so when they're dating, they expect the same sometimes from the woman or not at all. You know what I mean? So have you... Are you a boo-boo mom or (laughs) (laughs) my mom mom loves me to death and I love my mother to death and me and her are extremely close, but Mm -hmm. she personally has a hard time letting me go 
because yeah. like on her firstborn, you know, she had me young, like when she was still in college. So yeah, like I'm a, you're her baby. Yes, I'm her baby, baby, and mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like dating. Girls have noticed me and my mama real close, but I don't let it affect my relationship. I, okay, that's good. Like, it's still me and the girl I'm dating. My mom's not in the relationship. My mom is still my mom. And I just hope that my mom is at that point in her life where she respects it. And if not, okay. I have no issue addressing it to her. Yeah, we have to be careful because moms have great eyes. You know, we know who's good for our boys or you know what I mean like we know that something ain't right we just have that that radar that 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 vision inside sometimes we can be a little controlling you know because you know that's her mom's thing we love our our sons but there's also like some women who are attached like with me I was very attached to my dad I mean he passed away so when he passed away it was like I was so like devastated that no one could understand why I was so devastated. And I think it's because a lot of them didn't have the attachment with their fathers. Like it was just not normal, especially in our community because a lot of black fathers are not really in the home anymore. Like they're not in the home. So, and that is a fact. It's just that my father wasn't in the home, but he was just there. He was always there. You know what I mean? I didn't grow up with my dad, but I had my father. You get it? So he was always there for me. And it was so hard to like lose him. So when I was so distraught, like the guy that I was talking to, he was just like, so you need to shake it off. Like what? And I couldn't understand it. And he said that I had attachment issues. So that's why I brought up this thing because I'm like being in a relationship, I had to break up with him Mm -hmm. by the way. But it was just like, how can you you know, separate yourself in certain areas because this was a death and I was attached. And then I'm talking about also with, you know, um, sons being really close to their moms and people not accepting it. But the way you put it, I never ever heard a guy ever say that because there's some guys who is like, well, too bad. I don't care. That's my mama. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to her house and get her food. You know, all this stuff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is that is good that you balance it because it could hurt a woman, okay? It could really cut her. Knowing that, you know, you run to your mother every minute yeah. in an argument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Because I know women don't like... Who do- oh, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just I know women don't like feeling like they're competing with your mother. And, no, and we don't. I'm glad that I haven't been in a relationship that has been like that. And I'm sorry for the ones that have happened. And it can only just get better through communication. And like, do you got to put your foot down, man. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's true. Absolutely. But there is also some parents who are very lonely and they, they don't mean to, I don't think subconsciously know that they're hurting their child by being overbearing because there's there's some parents who are just like okay sometimes they the mother-in-law is living in the home and you know two married couples and if it's the son's mother he may run to her or she may come to him with issues of the wife you know what i mean like i've seen situations like that Mm -hmm. 
or the whoever's mother. Sometimes it get in the way. Like if the husband and wife have an argument, the parent gets involved, and then it just gets really messy. So would you advise anyone to live with their parents? At this stage of life right now, heck no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> because I just feel like it's a, it's a power struggle. Like your parents yeah, still so. want to parent you. And mm-hmm. I respect it to an extent because you're feeling like you're doing something right. So it's coming from a good place. But the execution is just horrible. Like, yes. that's, that's all this. Like, you can't be telling your 23, 24 year old what to do anymore. I'm sorry. You can't. You you really, yeah. you really can't. Like, I'm going to come home late. I'm going to, like, go see people. I'm going to go live my life. I'm not 16 anymore. And that's fine. As mm-hmm. long as I'm not disrespecting the house. But, you know, in the black culture, disrespect, can you be walking in the room and not saying nothing? So, as long as like that foundation mm-hmm. of respect is there, then we can be fine, but it doesn't happen very often for us. I know. It's it sucks really. And I God forbid I don't ever want to be that parent. So that's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I can't be that parent because that was the worst, like living with my mom and whatnot and being married. I honestly felt like it was it sabotaged the whole situation mm-hmm. because it was like, you know, we always used to have little arguments, but then my ex would see that and then he would kind of like turn on me as well. And I'll be like, okay, wait, wait, hold mm-hmm. on. Whose side are you on? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, and then it makes you look like you don't have, like, it characterizes you. Like, you, you just don't feel. Like you're you're who you're supposed to be anymore. You're just like, what? Mm-hmm. What's what's really happening? Like the Twilight Zone. So, I hear you on that one. Never again. Never. Will I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Never again. And speaking of um, partner, and uh, you know, perspective on submit and submission. Now, let me just um, give you a definition. I'm pretty sure you already know, but for the listeners. Submit is means accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Mm-hmm. And submission in a relationship is an act that is expressed mutually and voluntarily. Being submissive helps us to be less self-centered and allows us to consider the desires of others. Submission has nothing to do with being weak, but allows us to to be strong enough to open our hearts to others. Do you believe that? Like that is the definition, but some people don't know what submission and submit, you know, being submissive, like they tend to twist it up because I'm hearing it a lot, you know, on social media and, mm-hmm. you know, we got the, we got the um, Steve Harvey's telling us women how to be a woman or a man, whatever. Oh and, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We, we, <laughs> we have all these men who've been married a thousand times telling us what to do. And it kind of gets me angry because I'm just like, okay, wait, hold up. Oh, and we even have the Kevin Samuels. Now, he's a big dude in, in the spotlight nowadays. And my last episode, I said I kind of like him. Mm-hmm. But now that I keep watching some of his stuff, 
I really don't know if I could rock with him because he's just kind of like, he's like the biggest narcissist mm -hmm. ever, like <laughs> to me. And I just wanted to hear a view on like, do you believe in submission? Like, do you believe in having a bit of superior over your woman? Mm. And mm. you can answer, you can, I'm you just, can answer. I'm anytime. just thinking, you know, cause I know some people are gonna take it some type of way, but I'm the type of person I'm just gonna deliver it real. Like, like you said, we do intertwine those and we think submission means to submit. No, those are two completely different things. Like there are some mm -hmm. points in a relationship where I have to let you be the woman and you have to let me be the man. And that does not take any power away from either one of us. But in this day and age, it does for some odd reason. I don't know why. But it's like no one is saying you're less because I want to do more. You still go to work. You still be you. You still be the boss that you are. You still be the wonderful woman that you are. It's just, all right, let me pay these mm -hmm. two bills this month so you can save that money because I know you've been wanting to go shopping. Like, there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. letting your partner be your partner. And I don't know why so many women, like, okay, I don't want to say something. I don't know why some women, like, no disrespect to any women listening, like, y'all y'all mm -hmm. need to stop taking it as being weaker. And same thing with my brothers and my men out there. Like, yo, like, if your lady say she got the dinner bill, she got the dinner bill. It's nothing wrong with being a gentleman and paying for it. But it's just, it's just one of those things where you got to work it out because me doing something for you doesn't mean you can't do it. And I just wish that that message would click in people's heads because then now the relationship gets messed yes. up because, oh, you're belittling me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't do it. Or no, nah, you don't think I'm a man. You don't think I can hold it down. No one said that. I'm trying to be a good partner mm -hmm. to you. Like my first date with my girlfriend, I paid for our dinner. I paid the tip and I paid for our movie. And she personally later said she wasn't comfortable with that because she's used to being independent. And I said, sweetheart, look, I'm not trying to take away your independence. I was just trying to show you a good time. I said, because the money is not what's mm -hmm. important. It's me getting to know you, me talking to you, and me growing more appreciation for you is what's important. It's not about the money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, for your first date, you would definitely pay for everything. Oh, yeah. That's thing. just like, like mm -hmm. I want to, but I've also been in a situation where I want to pay for mine. Okay. All right. You know, I was trying to be a gentleman and some girls appreciate that. And some girls will take mm -hmm. it all the way left and think I'm trying to be saying you can't pay for it. But no, no, I'm just like, you got to understand a lot of us were raised like gentlemen. <laughs> like, like for mm -hmm. real, like a lot of us were raised like gentlemen and that means holding open the mm -hmm. door pulling out your chair, ordering for you, mm. like when the waiter comes, paying for the meal. Because we just want you to be comfortable. We want you to enjoy yourself. And that's like the only bit of advice I like that Steve Harvey gives, because to me, he gives biased advice. Like, he... he yeah, he, he really does. does. Like, he was, he was like, that's the point of, of the day. Like, it's about you. You're supposed to enjoy yourself, look mm. good, and have fun. And I agree with that. But if you want to leave the tip, that's cool, too. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Me being a Canadian girl, it's a little different up in Canada. Let me tell you this. I'm from Toronto, so as mm -hmm. you know. But the men don't show the chivalry that American dudes do. And I want to know, like, the schooling down there that you get taught this 
chivalry, men, um, just being such a good man. Do you guys get taught like this at school or, <laughs> or is your parents like, because I find, okay, for in Toronto, we do not have a lot of, um, like you're American American. Do you have any other roots, ethnicity, background? Because with us in Toronto, a lot of us are West, in, West Indian mm. backgrounds. Okay. And then you have some pockets of Black Canadians, but the majority of us are coming from parents who came from the West Indies, which I am. I'm a Canadian, but my mother mm. wasn't. Right. So, the, the traditionally they're a little different. Now I find when, and I was, I dated a West Indian man. Um, he was born in the West Indies and well, married to a West Indian man. And he never knew how to open the door for a woman or any of that. And I was accustomed to it because no man used to do that mm -hmm. for me until I dated an American. And I was, and so, <laughs> so then I was just like, wait, this is real? Like you're opening the door for me? So I just want to know, like, who taught you this? Because <laughs> and I know I know this I know this sounds silly, but really and truly, I'm being dead honest. Like a lot of them now it's a little bit better, I guess, to learning, maybe from Steve Harvey. I don't no, know. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I find a lot of the Canadian men don't do that and they like to go Dutch they like to go 50 50 um one guy even said to me you know he hates going on dates because he feels he gets broke every time he goes on a date and I was just like what so a lot of people just go in for wrong mm -hmm. reasons so when you telling me this it's like a breath of fresh air because that's how it so should be but I'm just letting you know it's not really like that especially in Toronto like the it, it's crazy <laughs> to hear that just because like where I learned it from, like I'm from the South. So that this American mm -hmm. like Southern hospitality, like here, like where I'm still I still come from a household where if a my mom comes home and she has groceries, I have to stop whatever I'm doing and bring them all in the house. You see, that is good. Yeah. Well, I teach my son that too, but it's 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 something that you should know. Like it, it's it's just dead on. Like she told you this once, and you've been doing it, and you will continuously do it, and you'll probably pass it on to your children. But I'm just saying, like the guys here are not like that. I, I don't know. I haven't really encountered too much of them. Um, my guy that I'm with now who mm -hmm. does, but and he's very he's and I mean he is Indian, but I think he learns a lot from people, mm -hmm. right? And friends and stuff like that, right? But, and reading and probably knowing that, you know what, a woman, you should cherish a woman. But I'm finding the dating world here, a lot of women are complaining and it becomes a struggle. So for you to say this, I kind of figured because a lot of the Canadian girls are like, I love American men, I love American <laughs> men, so. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I it's, don't know. It's but, just crazy uh, to hear because our cultures are are so diverse for Black people. Because like things that are normal here aren't normal in Africa. Things that are normal in Africa aren't normal for Black people in England, and same thing in um in Canada. Yeah. So it's it's just like depends on on where you're from. Because like I said, I 
uh, from yeah. that that generational old school mentality. It's like I don't, you know, have the um, compartmentalization of the old school black men where we don't talk about our feelings and that's bad. Mm-hmm. But I still do carry those mores and respects because my father's a great example of that. My father is the type of guy where if you're hungry and only has five dollars, he's gonna give you five dollars those five dollars. Because money will always yeah. come back. And that's 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 really nice. And and it's funny you said that because I know a lot of American men they like Canadian women because they say that we're so polite oh, yeah. and you know, just, <laughs> just all of these things. I don't know if you ever heard that, but that's what they say. And I was just I like, it. Hmm. So it's always, <laughs> yeah, it's just a different thing. Like they're like, Oh, and the, the they're so different, yeah. and, you know? So I hear that a lot, a lot. Yeah. A lot so um, my next question with relationship and dating, um, when you're dating, do you look out for how they handle stress situations? That's interesting. I don't want to say I'll look out for it, but I've learned to understand it because everyone handles stress differently. Like, mm-hmm. um, two examples. My my girlfriend now, when things get really stressful, she gets super independent where it's like no one's going to do it right except me. And I had to tell her, I'm like, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to take a step back. Because I don't know if you ever heard of this saying, like, you can't see the forest from the trees. So tell her to take mm-hmm. a step back and do things, you know, take your time. Because you're not a computer. Like, you're not going to get everything exactly right, exactly done. You're supposed to be. You're human. You're allowed to make mistakes. It's going to happen. So it's just mm-hmm. like when it gets really stressful, she's got, I got to reel her in sometimes. I'm like, it's not just you versus one of my exes in high school when she got stressed out it was just oh oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) and like swaying and cursing out it's like hold on so that was like uh she needed i like to call it a cheerleader she needed me to you got it babe you know it's okay you're gonna make it you can do it it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that because everyone's differently. Mm-hmm. Like when I have, when I handle stress, I don't need someone to tell me, hey, be on your game. Life happens. It's whatever, you know, life ain't mm-hmm. fair. Like, no, that ain't me. I'd like someone to, Aaron, you need to talk about, you know, hug, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Some people just yeah, want some to people be alone. Do alone. For me, I like to just be, I like to be alone. And I know with my, my guy, he doesn't get it. <laughs> Cause he's so sweet. Like he'll be like, babe, you want to, you know, hug you, whatever. And he, he's like, um, his acts of service. Mm-hmm. So he'll, and which it compensates with me. I just get quiet and you may not hear from me even on social media handles. And it's so funny because people will be like, Shar, you okay? I haven't heard you. You haven't posted for <laughs> three days. Like, <laughs> but it's more of me trying to, you know, get myself together you know what I mean and it's best for me to be quiet and it, it, I, I like to write so I like to write my thoughts down and just kind of like take a breather you know what I mean and life is hard especially during this pandemic yeah. it's been mm-hmm. real crazy um a lot of us have suffered uh tremendously you know and yeah. Yeah, so life happens, but being in a relationship sometimes is really, really important. I know um, 
with the guy that I've dated, he 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 went off. Like I felt like he wanted to kill somebody when he was upset. And I knew I could not do <laughs> someone like that. You know what I mean? Because it was just like he just went off. It's like like I don't know, like the Hulk. He was just like he looked like he was turning green. Okay. And that's a scary, scary thing because it's like, is he gonna abuse me? Like, you know what I mean? Like that was just something that I was not not mm-hmm. gonna tolerate. So I had to exit. Um, because there are some aggressive people. Oh out yeah. There, and so. I hope that like I don't mean to the- cut you off, but I hope that like like he gets help because no, no. usually like when that happens for a man we hold a lot of stuff in because it's like me like i'm a huge advocate for mental health because um i have depression and yeah like some okay. things when they get real bottled up in a man because we're in a society here in a man where we're supposed to be tough we're supposed to be strong we're not supposed to show our feelings we're supposed to let the world basically kick us and beat us down and we just got to take that beating because we're a man and so like yes i've been mad i've been upset i've been angry but I I never want mm-hmm. it, my significant other to think I'm going to hurt you too. Like sometimes, yeah, I got to go somewhere and like scream, yeah. but <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit you mm-hmm. because like there unfortunately are not a lot of resources for men of color to go talk about their issues. Absolutely not, and that's the thing, and I'm so happy to hear that because. You know, a lot of us do suffer with depression and we are forced to be silent because, and a lot of black women as mm-hmm. well is because we are labeled as yeah. strong. And I'm not, I'm not strong. Like if if you can continue saying that, it, it, it almost makes you feel like you're not human yeah. anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're strong, you're a strong black woman. So I kind of like took that out of the vocabulary for me as the strong black woman, because I find everyone, when you have that label on us, it's it's really hard to understand who we really are. You know what I mean? And so you saying this to me, is, I want to ask you this question, like for how, do, how can I um, help a black man or a man who is suffering with depression like what can i say without them feeling um like not a man not worthy yeah not worthy because i know i've dated like for instance even my boyfriend now like sometimes he has a lot on his mind and he doesn't know how to open up and it's hard for me to even grasp the words to say what to say and i've been looking up certain things for him but it's like i don't want to feel pushy either i want him to open up to me you know so what what advice would you give me that is it's simple and i know this is no, totally it's perfectly off topic, fine because it still does tie into relationships because being there yeah. for your black man is also letting him have space because sometimes men we're still working we're still reworking the wiring of black men because to quote frederick Douglass, it is easier to build up young boys than to repair broken men so in this Mm. age right now i know it's a real quote ain't it it's a real quote we gotta put that out there let me tell you i love it's like you gotta let us build to it. And like, yeah, sometimes, you know, we need a push 
and it's good to get that push out there. But normalizing talking about how you feel and not making it a woman thing is is society's you know mm-hmm. step. But in your relationship, just being vulnerable and showing him he could be vulnerable too that's really all it is because like mm-hmm. i don't want to tell you about everything that gets to me and bug me and you don't tell me nothing because i've been in relationships where i've been extremely vulnerable and then i've been hurt very badly by those women so it's hard for the next relationship mm-hmm. to also be vulnerable but you also gotta remember that that person is yeah. a new person and they deserve a clean slate so in your relationship, like supporting your black man mm-hmm. when he's going through some things, be there for him, but sometimes give him his space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Give the space because a lot of times they want to be alone and you don't know. I didn't know that when I was married, I got married young and I knew there's a lot of things he was going through. Um We got married very young and we didn't really understand who we are. And if I had known who I am, like who I was today, I probably wouldn't have gotten married. I'd probably try to get to know him better and understand who he is. He was a type of man that loved to kind of be on his own, like mentally, because I think he suffered with depression in in some aspect because he used alcohol to kind Mm -hmm. of mask his pain. Um, But I didn't understand it, you know, and at the time I would just, like, get on him, you know, get on him. And it got worse and worse. And the words exchanged and no communication and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff, you know what I mean? So it is what it is, it it happened, whatever. But I really wish that I understood who who he was and maybe we would have, you know, been better um, as a family you know, raising mm-hmm. our son and stuff like that. But it was just so deep wounded that it couldn't repair because of it, you know? And I truly, truly hope he realizes um, that he needs to get mm-hmm. help. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, Actually, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's needed. And <laughs> I completely understand. It's needed in our relationships yeah. because Oftentimes, so many people say communication is key, and then they don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. But some people yeah. don't know how to communicate. You know what I mean? Like with me, I or like communication, written communication, all of that at work. But sometimes, like I said, I get quiet and I don't want to talk. You know what I mean? But it's just because I don't like the battle. Sometimes what mm-hmm. comes with it. Because, again, communication, it's like, I'm communicating with you, but you're yelling at me. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to you. You know what I mean? So, really and truly, two people really need to know how to Amen. communicate in order to communicate. <laughs> Amen. Period. <laughs> yeah. But this was a great, great show, great segment with you. And I'm really, really happy to connect with you. And I hope to um, have you on GIGV podcast again so we can talk more about mental health. Um, Mental health awareness is a big thing for me. And I would love to have a a segment with you you. again. No problem. Thank you, Erin, for 
for popping in. And again, let the view- listeners know where they can find you again. You all can, you can find put that me on Instagram at underscore relentless15. The link to my podcast is in my bio, and you can find my podcast. Whoa, make sure you put it in the quotation marks on Spotify, Anchor, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you can find a podcast. Just search it up, give it a listen to, enjoy yourself. Yes. No <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much for popping in, and we'll talk soon. Peace. Bye bye.